Okay, so old in Perik Dalit. In previous Perik, I give a marshal of a shamish, of Eira Shamish. So there's two parts of the shamish, of the Eira Shamish. It's the Eira Shamish that's mispashat, mechutzla shamish, outside of the shamish. And then there's a Eir which is kolul in the shamish, it's like included in the shamish itself. Right? Now the Eir which is mispashat, mechutzla shamish, is also has a certain bitl to the shemesh. In other words, if I will ask, what is air? Talking about air that's outside the shemesh. What is it? Is it just something that happens to be dependent on the shemesh? Is it something that, you know, it's, it's, it sources the shemesh, it's makar is the shemesh? It's a lot more than that. It is entirely... All it is is a hispashtas of the shemesh. All it is is like a shemesh is, is you know, it's just being, allowing itself to be seen. That's why a second that the shemesh is not around, like it's, let's say it's a cloudy day, so over here the shemesh is not here, there's no air from the shemesh. The air is entirely just a hispashtas, all it is, that's what air is, is a hispashtas of the shemesh. It's not like a house that was built, was built by a certain builder, but true, the builder is the one that built the house, but now it has its uh, own entity, right? In a shemesh, fully all it is is the spashtas of the shemesh. That's all it is. It doesn't have anything to itself besides it. But nevertheless, notwithstanding that, it is an existence called Eir shemesh. In other words, you could talk about the shemesh, and you could talk about the air that comes from the shemesh. There's two different things here. Just that if you're going to ask, what is, what's the definition, what's the of the Eir shemesh, all it is is Shemesh. But it is, there is Shemesh and there's the shemesh. Just like the muscle that we've been given constantly of a person standing in front of a mirror. That his reflection in the mirror is not a separate entity from him. Like a shadow of a person, let's say. It's not a separate entity of the person. It's not that there's a, you know, there's a real, there's something else here that was created by the person, his image in the mirror. Right? It's, it was created and it's, it was created by the person, but now it's something for itself. No, all it is is the person, the way he's seen in the mirror. But nevertheless, there's the person and there's his reflection in the mirror. What is his reflection in the mirror? All it is is, is a spashtus of him. It's the way he's seen in the mirror. But there's something here besides for him. Right? That's, that's if we talk about the air which is michutz l'ashamesh. Then there's the air which is kolul b'ashamesh, included, so to speak, in the shamesh. That, like we explained, that air is different already. That air... It's not that there's something else. What is that thing? Vaiter, something of Shemesh. That, the A which is included in the Shemesh is a part of the Shemesh itself. It's as if there's only Shemesh. The Shemesh includes A. It's hard to understand what that means when we talk about A and Shemesh. But like the marshal that we gave of the Dayan, the Dayan that's, you know, that, that has a dintayin that came in front of him and he's being ma'ayin in the halachas of who the money belongs to, does money belong to Ruvana, does the money belong to Shimon. So the Dayan is talking about money. But he's not talking about money, right? There's money, there's money, money's part of the discussion, but it's just another part of Taylor. Is this any different to the Taylor that he was learning before when he was discussing the halachas of Kachim or the halachas of, of Brachas or whatever, whatever halachas was he was learning before? There's another part of Taylor. Taylor talks about many things, including money. It's not, it's not that there's money, though. There's Taylor, the way Taylor talks about money, right? So in the Shemesh, there's the Shemesh. The Shemesh has a, but that's just, that's Vaita Shemesh. That's not something separate from Shemesh. That's just the that's just the detail prat in shemesh. Now, let's just say 
a person, you know, never knew about the concept of a mirror and a reflection, etc. Someone's walking by a mirror and he sees a reflection over there of a person in the mirror. He might think that there's something, you know, there's something there. There's like a, there's a real image here. Like, a, like just like a picture on the wall, there's a, there's a picture in the mirror here. You know, that's what he might think. He, in truth, in reality, it's impossible that there should be an image in the mirror if there's not someone standing in front of it. Because all an image in the mirror is, is the person the way he's seen in the mirror. But if someone doesn't know that, if for whatever reason, he doesn't know that, he doesn't know that, he'd never heard of this concept. Right? If he stands in front of him, if he's, if he's st- staring at a mirror, he might think this is a real image. Yeah, it might be an image. Obviously, someone made the image. Someone drew this image. Because if not, it wouldn't be here. But he could see it as something, as its own entity for itself. In other words, there's room for error when you're talking about something that's outside of the person, or outside of its source, just that what is it? Entirely, it's vaitere, spashtas of the makkah, right? So there, there's room for error. There's, there's, it makes sense that someone should make a mistake and believe that this is an entity for itself. Same thing, Eid Shemesh. Of course, when we look at Eid Shemesh, naturally, of course, what do we see? We, we, we don't think of it as, as a light, and then we start thinking, oh, where does the light come from from the Shemesh? Oh, obviously, it's, it's a sunny day today, right? When you see it, when it's, a, it's a very light day, so you say, oh, it's a sunny day. That means the sun is out. Of course, because we, we know, we see the sun, right? And we know what, and so therefore we know that light is just the sun. It's just that the sun is out. That's all it is. That's, that's obvious. But let's just say to someone that's, whatever, he's, he doesn't know anything. He's a total ignoramus. And he sees light. Okay, he might think that that's something for itself, right? He might think there's something called light. There's something, uh, there's his own entity called light, independent of its source. Independent of, of course, it comes from somewhere. But it's something that's like really, you know, its own Indian, its own thing called light. He might make he might make such a mistake. I've got, no one no one's gonna make that mistake. Everyone knows because we all see the sun and we know that that's what light is. That it's just the sun, the sun being here, right? But but someone is it's shy of such a mistake when you talk about the light outside of the sun. It's shy to separate it from its mocker. But when we talk about the light that's in the sun, Eirakol Bashemish, like we explained last week, it's impossible to understand Eirakol Bashemish without the Shemesh itself. In other words, all it is is, is a Pratid Shemesh. It's not, there isn't anything there but a Pratid Shemesh. Remember the Moshe that we gave last week of Seichel, that's a, the Midas that's in Seichel. Right? What is Midas in Seichel? We said, you have, let's say, someone who understands Alpi Seichel, after he understands how great Hashem is, he says, Alpi Seichel, well, then the best thing for me is to get close to Hashem. So that's a Midah that's Klulu Baseichel. Right? That's a Midah which is in Seichel. That's a midah because it's a, you're talking already not about objectively what the truth is. You're talking already about how I relate to that truth. It's good for me to get close to the Eibishter. But it's a seichel midah. It's not a midah, it's not a feeling. It's a seichel conclusion, right? So that seichel, that, that, that midah haklul of a seichel, it's impossible to have a connection to such a midah if you don't have a connection to seichel. In other words, someone who has no... For whatever reason, only understands the term, the, the language of feeling, the language of, of logic doesn't talk to him whatsoever. Will he be able to have such a midah? Of course not, right? Because all it is is seichel. All that midah is is a seichel de midah. So when you're talking about which is chutz l'shemesh, it's possible, it's possible for someone to make a mistake and to look at it in the wrong way and to see it as something independent totally, on its own. 
When you're talking about the Eir, which is called in the Shemesh, it's impossible to see it as something separate from the Shemesh. All it is, is a Prat in the Shemesh. That's all it is. There's nothing there to be able to, that could be seen as something independent. I'm trying to remember Sukkim, but the Rishis that we have R and Shemesh is different? What do you mean? I don't know, that we have R is not Shemesh necessarily, like Shem created R is... I don't know. You're asking about the Eir of the Yemrishim? Yeah. It says that that's a Eir, Agonah's special Ruchnistika Eir. It's, it's not Shemesh, though, right? Not necessarily Shemesh. That's not out of uh, the physical aid necessarily, though. You have to understand what the uh-huh. Eid of Yem is. Okay, whatever. That's a whole question in the first one, what that means. If, if only Yem was created the Shemesh, how was the Eid of Yem That's not a question, right? So there's very many different explanations what it means, the Eid of Yem Okay, that's not a Shaila, right? It's not the first one, bothered by that Shaila. So um, that's just the Shaila I'm saying, however you can understand, right? It's a, what is it? How could you have air if you don't have Shemesh? Yeah. But so, 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 being that the truth is, that was, had, had the truth been the way we understood before Perekimo, yes, the world is not, it's Matzis for itself, the Ebesh has to create the world every single second. It's like the muscle of the mirror, let's say, that all it is is Hashem creating the world every second, like the Ebesh is Chutz Lashemesh. It's also a tremendous, we don't, we don't see the world that way either, right? When we look at the world, we don't see it as reflection of, of Dvar Hashem, like, a, like a, someone looking in the mirror, that all it is is the reflection of the person. That's not what we see when we see the world. But the reason that we make that mistake, we can explain the fact that we make that mistake. In other words, the fact that we naturally don't feel that way. Hashem created us, like He said in the beginning of Peregimel, He created us with very fleshika egin. We have a grabe look, so to speak. So we're like, we're like that person that, that doesn't understand what a mirror is. And when he sees a reflection in the mirror, he thinks this is a drawing of a person. We, we naturally make a mistake. We naturally don't see the truth. Right? We, we, we don't, we, we're not created in a way that we're, we see the truth. The Ebesh didn't create us in such a way that we see the truth. Okay, fine. We can understand that, right? For whatever reason, the Ebesh didn't want us to see the truth. He doesn't want us because he wants us to, 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 to recognize the truth. That we should work on it to recognize the truth. But he created us in such a way that we don't see the truth. That's fine when we talk about Till Peter Gimel. But once we've established in Peter Gimel that the world, Biyachas to the Dvar Hashem, that was the world's, the world's relationship with the Dvar Hashem, is like that of Eira Kol In other words, the world is, so to speak, it's a prat in the Dvar Hashem. It's not just that it's being created every second by the Dvar Hashem, but we're like Kol in the Dvar Hashem. So now, how is it even possible that we should make a mistake and not see the world naturally as just being bottled by Mitzis to the there's nothing to see. All there is that we could see is, a wor- is Bittl Terebish. That's what the world is. All it is is Bittl Terebish. There's nothing to see otherwise. Just like we said about the Erech Kol Bashamish. That's why he asked, he left with the question at the end of Peregimu. He said, Why is it that the world, in our perspective, is not Bittl Bimitzis to its Makar? How is that possible even that we don't see the world as being Bittl Bimitzis to its Makar? So what's the first option that we're not called in, in Dvar Hashem, we are, what's the first time? We are an entity that's being, giving chayis. You mean, Til Perekimu? Yeah. Yeah, Til Perekimu we explained, that we're getting chayis b'chad That's also a great level of bitl, right? But that's like the Eir, which is mispasha from the Shemesh. The Eir mispasha from is also a great level of bitl to the Shemesh. All it is is mispasha from the Shemesh. In the Nimsh. So in the Nimsh, that would mean that we're like, that all we are is being, is harvest through the Dvar Hashem So, Essentially, we're just like an extension of the Dvar Hashem, so to speak, right? Yeah, like we explained, like we explained at the end of Fedek Bits. Like the marshal of the Evan, that all the Evan is, it's not like the Evan turned into a flying stone. 
there's a Kayach that's holding up the end, right? But there's a world that all the world is, is the Vanasha that's created the world. So that, the, the fact that we don't recognize that, we can make, we, we, we have any bustle on a fine day, to create this way that we don't recognize it. But once we've established that the Bittal is a lot greater, and we're like, Eda Kol Bashemesh, we're Kol in the Dvar Hashem, there's nothing to see if you don't see Bittal today, Yaina Bas is still there. It's like, right. why would Yaina Bas fall away? Yaina is there, but just like we gave the Mashal again, of Seichel Amidus, remember that Mashal? Yeah. If, someone, if someone is not able to have any connection to Seichel, can he have a connection to Amidus, which is Kol and Seichel, right? No, he can't, right? Because all there is is Seichel. Once it's c- included in, it means that all it is is a plat of the Makkah. There's nothing to see. Question you know? why don't we see it that way? Yeah, but in other words, uh, we should... Exactly, why don't we see the world as being bottled? Why is Yaina to... Basar not bottled for... I mean, for There's not even... As, as, as any Basar as you are, you can't, you can't see something that's not there. All there is is a world that's bottled today, Bishta. There's nothing to see other than that. Right? Once we've... If, if the world would be a Mitzis, that happens to be that the Gedr of the Mitzis is that it's bottled today, Bishta, fine. But if all there is is bittel today, which there's the fact that it's included in the Vashon, there's nothing to see. So it's not, it's not, it's not, a, it's not um, it doesn't make sense that we see the world as something for itself. Yeah? That's the, that's the question that he left off with. Like we said last time, such a question is okay to leave off with because that's what was she bothering us the whole time. You know, why, why do we see the world as a Mitzis? Okay, so here, here comes Perek Dao to give an answer to this question. Okay, so let's see what it says. Kahine. Yeah, but, but I, you don't see that. Again, but, but that shaykh had so much to make a mistake. Let's say someone doesn't know about the Matthias of Shemesh and he sees Ay. So he'll think Ay is something for itself. Right? Let's say someone that never made never, never knew the concept of a mirror. He walks by a mirror and he sees a person, he sees a, he'll think it's a drawing. Right? He doesn't he's a he's a he's a tipish, he's a tipish atzum. So we're tipish atzumim, we're mamish, we're fagrept, we're 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 mishagoy, right? But, but, so we don't but but fine, but it, it's a mistake that, that's that's explainable. Right? There's something there's something there is there is there is there is what to make a mistake with. If it's but if it's calling in the Dvarashan, there's nothing to make a mistake about. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. There is only Dvarasha. Right? So there's nothing, it's impossible to see anything else but Dvarasha. So it doesn't make sense that we see the world as a Mitzvah. Okay. So he says, Kihine Iksiv, it says in the Pasir, Kishemeshumagin, Avayalaki. The simple meaning of the Pasik is that we're saying two, two expressions of greatness about the Eibishter. As we're saying, the Eibishter is to us both a Shemesh and a Mogin. He's like a Shemesh, he lights us up. And he's a Mogin, he protects us. The Eibishter protects us. It's like a shield that protects us. That's the simple meaning of the Pasuk. Rachsidah says, look in the Pasuk, Shemesh and Mogin, Hashem Alakim, Avaya Alakim. Why do you need two names of the Eibishter here? Say, if you're trying to praise the Eibishter that he's a both a Shemesh for us and he's a Mogin for us, then say, Kishemesh and Mogin, Hashem or Hashem Hashemagin Elokim? Why Hashem Hashemagin Hashem Elokim? Two names. So the pshat is that we're trying to explain the difference between these two names, Hashem and Elokim, Havaya and Elokim. Havaya is compared to a Shemesh, and Elokim is compared to a Magin. And the Magin over here means the Magin of the Shemesh, like we're going to explain. In other words, a Shemesh is made up of two things: the physical Shemesh is made up of the Shemesh itself, and there's the Magin, the shield, the Nartik, the um, What's the best word for that? The Nartik, yeah. Shield. Enclosure. Yeah. Right, this, uh, on, the, on the Shemesh, there's, a, there's like a shield, so to speak, protecting that it shouldn't, the world should, the, the light shouldn't come, shouldn't be so strong. Let's see, it says like it says, 
Pirish. Mogin hu nartik la shemesh. It's like a nartik for the shemesh. It literally means a bag. Or a what? It literally means like a satchel or a bag. A satchel. Okay. How do they translate it in English? Nartik? Okay. It says nartik la shemesh. Lahogin shi yuchlu abris lispele. We see the physical shemesh has a nartik. The Abish to create the shemesh with it. Because only the, the, the light of the shemesh is so intense that if not for that nartik, we wouldn't be able to handle the shemesh. Like he says, Kemayi he brings a rai, he says, he says we, have, we have this concept of, he says, like, L'asid lovei, HaGadosh Baruch Hu Meitzi Chamei Menartek, or Rishayim Nidoinibay. You know, the Ebeshter, L'asid lovei, he's going to want to punish the Rishayim. So all he's going to do is take away the nartik of the shemesh, and then automatically, you know, only those who have the schus to be able to, to withstand the, the intensity of the shemesh, where the nartik is not there, will survive, and all those that don't have that schus, automatically not survive. Or like we have, we have the same thing with uh, Avram Avinu. It says, it says um, on the Ebeshta, on the third day of his Mila, wanted to protect him. The third day is very hard, and he was 100 years old, 99 years old, and he, he had a Mila, so the Ebeshta didn't want that guests should be pestering him and bothering him. So the Ebeshta, the Ebeshta took away the shield, covering. you know, sorry? Covering. covering. Okay, so the Ebeshta took away the covering, and automatically it was too hot to be able to be outside. And, uh, and therefore there were no guests. No one was walking around. Right? So the, nartik, the, the, the job of the nartik, of the covering, is to make the Eir HaShemesh bearable. Otherwise it would be too intense, too much, and it wouldn't be bearable. So he's, he's going to say that he says, K'mesha nartik megin ba'ad HaShemesh k'achelikim megin l'shem havayabarcho. So he's going to explain that the Shem Havaya means is the, is the, the way the Abish is creating us. That's Shem Havaya. And there's the fact that there's something, there's a, the protection of Lakim is compared to the Nantik, to the Magim, because Shem Lakim is what makes that we should not feel Shem Havaya, like we're going to explain. We, we have to learn the whole to understand properly. Yeah, okay. I want to just. Um, Make one thing very clear before we go on because it might get confusing. There's a difference between the Moshul and the Nimshul. See, in the Moshul, in the Moshul, the purpose of the Nartik is not to create the very existence of Eir that's outside of the Shemesh. Let's just say there would no, not be any Nartik. Would there not be Eir which comes out of the Shemesh? There is, like, right? there was a, it's even stronger, yeah. The purpose of the, of the nartik is to limit the intensity of the air. That the air should be a lot weaker and shouldn't be as intense and as strong. That's the purpose of the nartik in the moshul. In the nimshul, it's very different. It's important just to realize, the moshul nimshul, it's only, it's only a moshul for one prayer. But in the nimshul, the purpose of Shem Lakim is to create the very idea, the very concept of which is outside of the Shemesh, so to speak, to create a concept of Oilam that's not included in the Dvar Hashem, or that's at least not perceived as being included in the Dvar Hashem. Right? It's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's without the Shem Elakim, we would be included in Dvar Hashem, and we would even recognize that naturally. Because of Shem Elakim, we don't recognize that naturally. The, the purpose of the Moshul, we have to learn the whole page to understand properly the Moshul, but the purpose of the Moshul is just, just like in the, in the Nartik's, the 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 um, tafkid the the, uh, the, the, what the 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 duty of the tanartik is to limit 
and to not make the intensity felt as much, so too in this case, Hashem Elohim makes that Hashem Avayi shouldn't be felt as much. But the, that in actuality, what it does is, is different. It does a lot more. Right? Hashem Elohim creates the very ex- idea, the very concept that it could be Bechlala Oilam, that's so to speak outside of the Dvar Hashem. Okay? Let's see inside. Let's see inside. It says the like, idea of Din and Rachamim coming to Hashem Elohim over here? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. It says like this. It says, the Shem Avayi. What is Avayi? has within it the similar atheist to the word Mahava that he's creating. So creation, the fact that the Abish creates a world, that comes from Shemavai. Why is there a Yud? Hevav Hey comes from the word Mahava. What's the Yud in the beginning? Yud Kevavke. So he says, Vayud Mishameshes Ala Pu'ula. Whenever you have a yud in the beginning of a word, it means that it's something that's constant. Like he brings here the Pidish Rashi al seemingly it's in future tense. Yasi Yiv, Yiv was already. He's not going to be. So what does it mean, Yasi Yiv? Rashi explains, it means when we're trying to say that it wasn't just a one time thing that Yiv did. It's Yasi, it's doing it kolayam, so we say it with a yud, right? So in other words, even though yud means future tense many times, it sometimes also comes to imply that it's something that was constant and it wasn't a one-time thing. So similar, similarly over here, when we say that the Eibishta Mahava, Yud Kevav Kemelashon Mahava, the Eibishta creates the world, is the creation wasn't a one-time thing, and Sheishas made Bereishas, but as we explained in the previous Sprachim, the creation is something constant, and therefore we use a Lashon Yud in the beginning. It's actually a... Uh, his father says, I find in Yud an interesting thing. Every word, every letter in the Aleph base has the letter itself and the mili of the letter. In other words, let's say Aleph, the mili is Aleph Lamet Fe. That's the way you spell the letter Aleph. Bez is Bez Yitzav. So Yud, the mili of Yud is Yud, Vav Dalit, right? So only by Yud do we have that the mili is the same gematria as the letter itself. Because Yud is 10. Vav and Dalet is also 10. So that shows that Yud is something constant. In other words, even when you go to the Milo, it's still 10. It shows an onion of, const- of continuity, of something that's always constant, always timidistic. So Yud is, a, is, is an onion of timidis. So therefore, that's why we say Yud Kevav, can we say Havayim Lashem Ahava with a Yud at the beginning? Because the Ebishter constantly is creating the world. Okay. V'hainu. In other words, what is Yud Kevavke? That is the highest that is constantly being Nishpa to the Broim, to the creations. And it's an even of Yud, Yud Kevavke, because it's not enough the fact that the Ebishter created us, rather, he has to continuously create us for us to exist, as was explained previously. Okay, now, it says like, When we lay out the various praises and how we praise the Ebishter, it says, right? We say the Ebishter is Godel and is given. Godel, he says, the Pirish Hagodel, who midas chesem v'ispashtas achayis. What is the Ebishtah's Gedula? What is the Ebishtah's Gedula? The Chazal say, Ha-Gedula is the Maise Bereshis. It says, 
It says the Chasham Agdula, Hagvura, Atiferes. It's talking about all the seven midas of the Ebshter. Gvura is obviously Gvura, Atiferes, Netzach, Vahoid, right? So what's Gdula? Gdula is Chesed. What's the, what's the connection to Gdula being Chesed? Because Gdula is like Chazal say, Gdula is a Maisa Bereshis. Gdula is the greatness of the Ebshter that he created the world. And creation is an act of Chesed. Because creation means that the Ebshter, so to speak, leaving himself and, and being Mashpia to others. He's creating others, right? That's an Indian of Chesed. So he says that, see again, he says, a Pirish God, Lomidus Chesed Vispash, that's a Chais. Chesed, what does Chesed mean by a human being? Chesed means that a person is not staying in his own world. He's going out of himself. He's allowing himself to be Mispash. He's allowing himself to, to, be, to be extended to another. So, same thing, the Abishta is being Mispash, the Cholo Elamis, his Chais is going into all the worlds of Bruyim Lainkates. So, look over here, well, the way he, when he talks about the Abishta's Chesed, he says, a number of things that bring out, you know, how the Eibushtas Chesed is not regular Chesed. First of all, he says, the Eibushtas Chayis is mispashet to all the Eilamas, abruim la'en kates. What does it mean, la'en kates? There's no limit to how many worlds, and, you know, I mean, <coughs> in this world, obviously, this world is limited, but we know that there's a lot more than this world. It says there's a, l'gdudav, a mispar, it says. The troops of the Eibushtas, the Malachim, that the Eibushtas creates, is a mispar, there's no number. There's no number of how many there are. So the chayis that the Ebeshter gives, the chesed of the Ebeshter, which is his chayis that's extended to give to all the creations, is to bruim adin kets. There's no limit to how many bruim there are. That's already something that's different to chesed by a human being. By a human being, there's a, there's a kets to how much chesed he has, right? Over here it's la'in kets. Another thing is, he says, li is bruim ma'ayin liyesh. What is the Ebeshter's chesed? That he creates them from nothing to something. That's also different to what a human being is. A human being able to create something from nothing. A human being, once there's already something, he creates. He he he, he's, he gives him chesed. He's able to give him something, but he's not able to make something from nothing. And he also says bekayamim bechesed chinam. Another thing is the chesed that the Eibushter gives is bechesed chinam. In other words, a human being, it's never usually chesed chinam. Tevav of Isha Chesed, a good person. He likes to melamet chusen everyone. He likes to find that everyone's good. So in other words, in the end of the day, why is he giving him good? Because there's something that the person deserves it in some way. Elamai, because of Isha Chesed, he likes to find a reason why everyone deserves it. But it's in the end of the day, there's some, the makabal of the Chesed deserves it in some way. So if it's because the makabal deserves it, there's always going to be a limit to how much Chesed you're giving on how much he's deserving. So he's going he's gonna to amplify, he's going to make it, he's going to look at it with a magnifying glass, you know, the amount that he deserves, he's always going to make it as much as he can find the reason why he deserves it all. So yeah, he really deserves it more and more and more. But in the end of the day, it's all based on the fact that he deserves it. This, the macabre plays a role over here. The one that's, that's, that he's giving the chesed to plays a role. And therefore, based on what he deserves, that's how much he's going to get. But the Eibashter, it's chesed chinam. It's not like there's a... You know, like, like the, when the Abish is creating all these worlds and everything, it's like there's something here that deserves for the Abish to give them chais. It's only because the Abish decided to create us without any, any, without any reason whatsoever, without any, so anything deserving anything, is the Abish to give us chais. The chais has no limit. In other words, both it's in cats, there's no limit in how many creations he creates, and how much he gives to them also has no limit. If it was based <coughs> on how much we deserve, so there would be a limit based on how much he deserves. But because it's chesed chinam, there's no limit to how much chesed Eibushter gives. So guys, there's three, there's three things that are unique about the chesed that we're talking about over here. Right? When we talk about Hashem's chesed. 
unique, in other words, different to the chesed of a human being. Number one, it's to bruim adin cats. It's not just to a limited amount of creations. It's bruim adin cats. It's that he makes them ayin liyesh, creates them from nothing to something. That's something that you don't have by human beings. And it's in a way of chesed chinam. It has nothing to do with them deserving anything. It's just totally because he's giving chesed, and therefore there's no limit to the chesed that he gives. Right? Okay, he says... All of these things, the, these three things, is v'nikras gedula. That all we call that gedula. In other words, it's it's not a regular chesed; it's gedula. Ki ba migdulasish lakadosh baruch hu b'chveidu v'atzma. All of these three things show on one thing: that this is not chesed of a human being; it's gedula of the eibushta. It's part of the eibushta. If it's part of the eibushta, then we can understand already all those three things. He says ki god l'ashem because the eibushta is so great. Lugdulase ain't cheker. And we cannot understand and fathom the greatness of the Ebeshter. It's not describable the, the greatness of the Ebeshter. And therefore, because it's the Ebeshter's greatness has no limit. And this greatness, this chesed is coming from the Ebeshter. Therefore, his chesed can also have no limit. And he could give chesed not just to a limited amount of creations, but to an, an, an infinite amount of creations. Right? Adin cats. And shetava toiv lahetif. And it's because it's the Eibishter's chesed, and the Eibishter is the ultimate good, and it says the teva, the nature of good is to give good. Therefore, the Eibishter gives chesed chinam. He gives good even if it's not non-deserving of good, and, th- and therefore the good can be infinite. So in other words, all, all of this brings out that when we talk about the Eibishter creating the worlds and giving chayis to the world, it's very clear that it's not a, 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 a characteristic that's, you know, found by human beings also, and we're also saying the Ebershter has this characteristic. It's very, it's very obvious and clear that this is a godly characteristic. This is a midah that's shaykh only to the Ebershter himself. This whole idea of chesed, of creation, ma'ayin liyesh. Because that's what all of this so, so, so far is being expressed, right? Yeah? Okay. Now he says, Kameisha midah zu, hi shifcheh shalakadosh baruchu levad. Right? Like we just explained. This midah of chesed, is something that's purely shavach of the Eibishta. It's not something which we could have by any nivra. First of all, it's impossible. It's not, it's not something that we have by nivroim. He says, it's impossible for nivroim to create something ma'ayin That's just not impossible. Because like, I'll say, even if ilum iskansen kol even if the entire, everyone in the world is going to get together, we can't even take a yitosh echad. Can't even take one mosquito and uh, and 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 you know and give it tchis and give it life. That's something that's the, the idea of chayis is something that comes from the Eibush himself. For sure, creating something from nothing is, is something only the only the Eibush can do. It says that you know a kop kem and shaduf shdan. If you have a uh, person that has the ma'amir oylam in Yiddish, a kop kem and shaduf shdan. Someone doesn't have seichel, there's nothing you can do about it. If he has seichel, you could uh, you could work with the seichel, you could develop a seichel, you can give him more seichel, you could teach him stuff. If he's not doesn't have seichel, a kapkam shel No one has the ability to make, to, to create seichel. We don't have to create a, a, a cup that has seichel. That only the Ebershter could create. Once there's a cup, you could give it seichel. So so um so the so so first of all, this midah is not something that is imaginable by human beings because it doesn't exist by human beings. This idea of creating ma'ayin That's number one. But now he goes deeper and he says vegam midah zu. If we talk about Hashem's chesed, and we say 
it's not something that we can understand how he does it. So you'll say, why, why is it something that you can't understand why he does it? Well, technically, we don't have an example in our world of a creation of, of creating something Ma'ayin Liyash, and therefore we can't understand the Eibosh Deschas and how he creates Ma'ayin Liyash. That's number one. But now he's saying it's a lot deeper. It's not just that technically we can't understand it. It's Bechal not Shaykh that we should understand. It doesn't even begin. In other words, he's saying, he's saying this. The, you know, when we say, 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 say when, we, when we say, we say, we talk about the Eibishta, we say, No one can understand the Eibishta. What does that mean? Does that mean that, technically, you know, we're not, we're not smart enough to understand the Eibishta. Hashem would create someone a lot smarter than anyone who's being created. Maybe even understand the Eibishta. Is that what it means, It's a lot deeper than that. means that Hashem, it doesn't have the capability of being understood. It's not something that Chachma can understand. See, we, the reason why there is this ability to understand something is because Hashem created everything with the midah of Chachma. And therefore, the, 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 the concept of Chachma relates to the Nevroim, to the creations of the Eibishta. But the Eibishta himself created the whole midah of Chachma. Therefore, the Eibishta himself is higher than the concept of Chachma. And it's not something that Chachma can grasp, not because of the limitations of our Chachma. It's Bechal not Shavashach that Chachma can understand. And therefore, when we say... The same thing goes to Hashem's Midas. We're going to say in a second. Hashem's Midas, like Hashem's Chesed, is one with the Eibishter himself. We're going to bring that in a second. It's one with Hashem himself. And therefore, the fact that we can't understand the Eibishter's Chesed is not just technically because we don't have an example of Yesh Ma'ayin in our world. Right? The reason is, because it's a Midah of Hashem himself, it's Kedulah Sishla Kodesh Baruch Therefore, just like we can't understand Hashem, we can't understand his Chesed because his Chesed is one with him. Therefore, it's not it's not something which is shaykh tasog. It's not just that technically we can't understand it. It's not bechlal shaykh tasog. So in other words, again, the build-up of here was like this: Hashem has chesed. Hashem's chesed is Hashem's chesed, right? We bought different ideas that express that. The fact that it was bruyim adin katz chesed chinam ayin liyesh, right? Because it's Hashem's chesed, we can't understand it. Not just because technically we don't have an example for creation ayin liyesh. But because it's Hashem's chesed. If it's Hashem's chesed, just like you can't understand Hashem, not just because technically we can't understand Hashem, it's impossible to understand Hashem. He's not, he, doesn't, he doesn't relate to Seich Bechlau. So too we can't understand Hashem's midas. But it's already in midas. It's already, the whole point of midas is that it should, yeah, be shaykh to, okay, right? that, that, once it's now in Chochmah, now it's already under Chochmah. Now it's good. already in shaykh and under okay, Chochmah. So that, this, Hashem we, have to, we have to learn the later production for that. Now it's accepted as a fact that it's Achtas Pshut and therefore it's one with Hashem we can't understand. Once we get to the later Prakham, we'll understand that better. Let's learn inside this part so we just finish with this. He says, he says, he says, The gam midazui l'maylam askolas kala bruim vasagosam. She'ein koyach b'seichol shum nivra. No creation has the koyach with his seichol l'haskol l'hasag midazul. V'yichol tal nivra yashma'ayin v'lach yaseh. Can understand, no one can understand this midah, the Ebishtah's ability to create something for nothing and to give it chayis. Why? Because it's a midah of Hashem. It says that Hashem with his midah is one, is a achtos pashat. In other words, it's not something, it's also it's a concept which we're going to have to learn about later. But you know, in this world, when we have two things that come together, even if you tie a very heavy knot, still there, there's still two, two ropes over here that are being tied together. There still remains two. Even in Ruchnis, when you talk about, let's say, you have a person, and you have the ability that a person has to understand. So you can talk about two separate things. You can talk about him himself, and you can talk about his ability to understand something. 
But the Eibishter, it's not like that. The Eibishter, like the Rambam says, who are who are you there, who are you doing? The Eibishter is with, together with any characteristic that he has, he's one. It's an achtas pshuta. It's not separable at all. We can't talk about it as two separate things. Like he says, he brings from the Zerik, this is Kodesh, the Il v'gamuyichat. That Hashem and his Midas are totally one. And just like no seichel can understand the Creator, the Eibushter himself, so too it's impossible for to us to understand Hashem's midas because Hashem is one with His midas. So just like Hashem Himself is totally transcends the idea of understanding, so too we can't understand His midas. So again, so Hashem has the midah of gedulah of chesed, right? And the midah of chesed is a midah of the Eibushter, and therefore it's not the fact that we don't understand yesh ma'ayin that we can't fathom the concept of creating something for nothing. It's not just a technical thing because we don't have an example in this world. It's a lot deeper than that. It's because it's Hashem's chesed. It's, we brought different proofs before that it's Hashem's chesed. We see that it's totally different to the chesed of a, of a nivra. But once we understand and we've established it's Hashem's chesed, it's a midah of Hashem, so it's impossible to understand it because it's a midah of Hashem. And anything that's, 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 that's one with the Eibishter is impossible to understand. This is a build-up. We're going to continue next week. This is a build-up to explain how the same thing, just like we say that about midas kedulah baruch the same thing is about midas gvurah baruch the way the Ebeshter restrains himself, so to speak, and covers over himself, that's also something that's entirely above our understanding. That's why he started off, that Shemesh and Hashem Alakim, that both the idea of the Shemesh and the Mogain aspect, Hashem covering over himself, is, that, is names of the Ebeshter. They're both godly midas. Therefore, we'll see that it's, both, it's something which is Lamayim Manaseich, and that will explain, will answer the question that we, we started, uh, you know, that we left off with the previous. Well, we have to, we have to learn inside next week, Mitzvah Okay.